Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Nerdgast on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, both sides, turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And we are back with the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I am your host, Swag on Zero. We are here in the building, but I'm not by myself. Mr. A is not, Mr. Gosh, Mr. A and E is not here right now. But we got our f- close friend, Dreamcast. Uh, Dreamcast K or what? what, what dream, you... dream, Dreamcast is cool. Okay. Just... Yeah, Dreamcast is cool. That, that works gotcha. out fine. Gotcha. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Thank I'm you for feeling... joining us at short notice. You're welcome. It's good to be here. I'm feeling good. Very welcomed. Yeah, in our wow. lovely studio, quote unquote, yeah. that we have here. It's it's not a studio. We're not that. <laughs> We're not that good. Uh, if you want us to be in the studio, make sure you go get our merch. Um, we got no gimmicks needed t-shirts and nerdgasm t-shirts on uh, already on the website. Uh, so make sure you check that out in the comment section below. But we have a lot to talk. Well, not a lot, but we do have a couple things to talk about. We're going to talk about the best superhero games. We're going to be fan casting. But first, Into the Spider-Verse 2. Now, you're a Spider-Man fan like I am. Of course, Spider-Man yeah. is one of my favorite superheroes yeah, to I, ever do it. Yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. And now that Miles is in the picture, he became my favorite superhero. It, it was a long time running. I, I love Peter Parker from the gate, but then Miles came in, and I was like, yo, this is this is the Spider-Man I can relate to the best. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy that they're coming out with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. Last week we had a fan cast on five Spider-Man we like to see in there. Um, but a lot of people on the internet, because the internet never stops moving, tried to decipher all the teases that they showed in that little trailer clip that they put on Instagram. Um, a lot of people went to go decipher it. However, one of them has been, uh, confirmed, which is the Japanese Spider-Man. The one with the giant mech and all yeah, that. Yeah, the one with the with the spider megazord that was made wasn't wasn't made like completely independent of Marvel at the time. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't think Marvel had a hand in it. No, at all. yeah, like they didn't. Uh, yeah, like a uh, like a Saban esque morpher. Right, and, and I was like a spider mecha. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an upgrade from Penny Parker. So if they put him in there, I doubt they're gonna put Penny in there. Um, so, but they have a, uh, someone decipher all the characters. So we're going to go down the list of who's in there. We have Miles Morales. We have Penny uh, Parker, along with Spider-Man 2099, Japanese Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Ham, Scarlet Spider, which is the, uh, Ben Riley one, the good one, Tom Holland, <laughs> um, Spider-Man Noir, Sandman, Superior Spider-Man, which I'm excited to see. Scarlet Spider, the bad one, which is Kane. Uh, Spider-Gwen, old school Peter Parker. So the 19, when did it come out? Like 80-something? 1980, 
on Peter Parker, the one with the pointed, the one that everyone makes the memes on. Yeah, yeah. I forget what year he came out. Uh, Silk, which I love her character. Uh, Cosmic Spider, Prowler, and Green Goblin's tease, and Shocker's tease. Now, the most excited one, uh, the month, the one I'm most excited about is the uh, Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I can agree. I, I can agree. I, I love that favorite. comic was a lot better than expected, with uh, with Doctor Octopus taking over Peter Parker's body. Well, yeah, taking over his he life. Did a, he did a swap between their minds. Right, correctly. right. He, he uh, took his Peter's body, but had his mind. Yeah, which I thought that was excellent. That was much better than I expected it to be, uh, yeah. comic book wise. I'm more excited uh, for him to be in the movie because I feel like he should be the antagonist in the movie. Especially to have Miles actually fight a Spider-Man. Yeah. And having that Spider-Man be Peter, but not Peter. I think that would bring a great dynamic to it. Yeah, I, I believe so too. Especially because, uh, you know, in the, in the superior run of comics, you realize just how much Peter was, in fact, holding back. Because, uh, right. I know there was, I forgot which issue it was, but uh, Superior... Punched Scorpion and knocked his jaw off. Right, one yeah. Punch and his he jaw be pulling his punch. Yeah, his jaw literally came off of his face. <laughs> so to see Miles fight another Spider person who doesn't hold back, well, who has the potential to not hold back at all if he right. was written as the villain would be great. Right. I, I would like to see that dynamic. And, you know, I could just picture the opening of it just Spider Man fighting Doc Ock. And then right before um, Spider-Man died, well, Doc Ock dies, they switch bodies. Yeah. And then you just see that Medicine Lab and then like Sony logo, Marvel logo, Mm -hmm. all that. Do do your thing. Um, Cosmic Spider, he's overpowered to me. I don't, (laughs) I personally don't want him in it. I personally don't want him in it. Um, Shocker, I guess he'll be an antagonist. I, I don't really care for Shocker as a villain. I like Electro more than Shocker. Yeah. Some reason, uh, Silk. I'm really excited. I liked her character. Um, I um, I mean, she didn't really have too much depth, uh, character wise. But yeah, uh, Tom Holland. I would like to see him come to the animated universe since I know Sony is trying to form that universe together. And wait, isn't the third Spider-Man coming out? Twenty mm. twenty. Or twenty twenty one. I believe it's twenty twenty one. Okay, so they're Marvel probably has some ties to like try to yeah. get into another dimension. He ends up there or for a cameo yeah. or something. Um I would like to see, even see a cameo of Toby Maguire uh Spider Man or yeah, uh, Andrew Garfield yeah, Spider Man. Just a cameo, nothing big or anything. Which I actually heard in the originally they were gonna have Toby Maguire play the old Peter Parker, the trainer. But they said it might be confusing. I thought it would make sense the way the story was panning out. I thought that would make perfect sense. Um, and Sandman, okay. Uh, the Scarlet Spiders. I'd rather have Ben Riley than Kane. I personally don't like Kane, especially if we're gonna have the Superior, since Kane is a tad bit more violent than Peter Parker. Yeah. And a lot more aggressive. So I would rather have Kane than. Um, I mean, I'd rather have Superior Spider-Man than Kane. And if we're gonna do any Scar Spider, have it been, have it be Ben. He has a lot more depth. He also has the better costume. Yeah, he does <laughs> have the better costume. I I hate, I hate everything about Kane. I, <laughs> I, I'm not even going. <laughs> I hate everything about Kane. 
Uh, those are the characters. Teased. Was there a certain Spider-Man that you would like to see in the uh, in I this think, movie? I, well, you know, Superior Superior Spider-Man has already been touched on. Uh, and, you know, I would like to see the Spider-Man from the PS4 game. Yeah, I said that and last week, I too. I know that the costume was in the vault in the original Spider-Verse movie. It was right. in Peter's vault for that dimension. Uh, but, um, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure that that's not yeah. the same Spider-Man that's been written. He just... Yeah, had possession of his costumes. Yeah, well, he is in the um, comics now. The Spider Get Him, the yeah. uh, universe. So, I guess they could they could throw him in. And plus, having that older Spider Man, like twenty three year old yeah, Spider Man, yeah. is I think that's a great dynamic. We've never seen middle aged Spider Man before. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know what other <laughs> I don't know what other ones they would they could put in here yeah, what other it. spider people I mean maybe um well they wouldn't be spider people they would be you know symbiote users I suppose uh, maybe like mm-hmm. Venom or something like that I would like you to know. see that for a third movie if they have like yeah. a war with all yeah, Spider-Man yeah, right. versus symbiotes I would like yeah, to see that, like that the plan of symbiote that would be pretty good yeah um Sony please listen to us and uh you know we, we could use a check <laughs> we could desperately <laughs> use a check um, so yeah, uh, moving on to some DC information, uh, the Snyder cut is rumored to be on HBO max, which is another streaming service that HBO has, um, that's separate from HBO go. What's the difference? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Snyder cut is quote unquote, is going to be releasing there. Are you interested in the Snyder cut? Truth be told, not really. Uh, uh-huh. um, you know, if I come across it, I'll watch it. <laughs> but I'm not going to go out of your way, out of my way to search yeah. for it. Yeah, just because the movie, the the original cut itself, did not pique my interest to the point where I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me see a different cut or a, the Snyder cut or mm-hmm. anything like that. It just didn't do it for me. It was an okay movie. <laughs> uh, but that's about it. I'm fine with. I'm honestly fine with never seeing it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will personally like to see the Snyder cut after hearing the leaked information from the script. From the script, the Justice League like completely loses. He said um, after they beat Steppenwolf, Dark Side comes, offs Superman, offs Wonder Woman, <laughs> offs uh, Aquaman. Like he's killing the whole team. Batman said Flash to go back in time, and that was going to be the beginning of the next movie. So I would have liked to see how that would have played off, because that was technically Infinity War before Infinity War. And I can imagine next, uh, Zack Snyder just sitting there watching Infinity War with a cigarette and a 40 in his hand, like, yo, this was my idea before yeah. <laughs> this and, happened. And, you know, it, I think I think also what swam me away from wanting to watch the Snyder Cut is the fact that, you know, it seems as though the current DCEU seems like it's falling apart. It's, you know, it's, it's a it, mess. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a mess because, you know, you, you got uh, people leaving roles. Mm-hmm. You got directors leaving positions. Um, like, I know that the... I f- forget the dude's name, but the dude that directed Dope was supposed to direct The Flash. And yeah, and Flash directors are going yeah, and they, in The Flash. Ended up walk- <laughs> yeah, in The Flash. And he ended up walking away for creative differences or something like that and it's like you know like 
the next movie. Like, I don't really have any solid information on a Flash movie yet. Right. And it's been announced for years. Yeah. And there's, like, no solid story, no solid director. Right. And it just seems like, you know, uh, it's not as well put together as a cinematic universe should be. Right. I think what helped with Marvel is that they had a blueprint and they showed us the blueprints. Like, we're going from here to here. This is the story for this arc. Whereas DC is like, they're just throwing movies out there. Yeah, you know, they're just throwing movies out there. It kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, to relate it to something else. It kind of reminds me of the... Lost Planet video game franchise. Yeah, I remember you yeah. <laughs> recently was it, uh, <laughs> it had a lot of potential and it's all within, you know, the same umbrella, but it's pretty much just three completely different games mm-hmm. with the same name, but they don't really set up for anything and you know, they don't really follow a blueprint. Right. Um is that EA? Lost, it's Capcom, actually. It's oh, Capcom. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which well, is, it, is shocking. Yeah, shocking that, I Capcom. never knew they made shooters. Well, I mean, other than Resident Evil, but yeah. that <laughs> that's a whole other story. Uh, yeah, I don't know about no Snyder Cut. The yeah. DCU is a mess right now. I mean, Joker was successful, but that's not part of the universe. But yeah. the only thing that's sounding like it's not going to be a mess is the Batman. Um, so far, they've revealed another cast. Uh... Colin Firth, I think. Also, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is playing Two-Face, which I'm like, I wanted Matthew McConaughey to play Norman Osborn. That was like my dream yeah, <laughs> cast. I was, was like, was if anyone bad. was going to do him, it had to be him. But it looks like he's, I mean, he could easily hop into MCU. They got the money. But um, this cast is looking incredible from what I'm seeing. They got... um. Robert Pattinson, which I like his acting chops. Uh, Past Twilight, he does have good acting chops. I'm I'm interested in the way he's going to bring Batman. They said they're going to try to bring the detective Batman uh, side out of him, which I'm interested to see. And Robert Pattinson said this Batman is not going to be, quote, unquote, a hero, which, in all honesty, Batman's not really a hero. <laughs> he's... Yeah, he, uh, he is a know, vigilante. He, he he's, he's a bully. A, he's, a, he's a he's a blatant vigilante <laughs> yeah. who does things that aren't you know morally uh, they aren't morally black and white. Yeah, they're very gray. <laughs> he, you know, he has his does his, he does things, things on his like terms. That. Yeah. So um, I'm interested now that he said that. I was like, okay, I could I want to see where he goes with this. Um, he looks like he'll play a young Batman. Yeah. Um, so I really yeah, want to see where he goes. Yeah, with playing with playing a young Batman, you know, he's not he may not be as seasoned, right? And you know, he might make some very young, reckless decisions, right? Like especially um, being in, in such a position, right? Like we saw that in Arkham Origins, yeah. where that this Batman was a lot more grizzly, but mm. when we got on to Arkham City, we see him, we see growth, we see yeah. a lot more growth. Um, whereas Arkham Origin, he was more emotionally reacting to certain situations rather than uh, intelligently reacting to situations. So I wonder if they're going to bring that aspect out of it. 
uh, Matt Reeves, who done um, honestly two of the two of the movies that's in honestly probably the most recent best trilogy, which is uh, Planet of the Apes. He did Dawn. No, wait, Dawn's the first one. Uh, uh, I think Rise is the first. One. Rise is for yeah. He did Dawn and War of Planet of the Apes, which were top notch movies. I, I I can't really think of anything bad that's going on with that movie. And he has a drive for storytelling. So I would like to see how he brings the Batman to screen. But Two-Face uh, and Collaforth playing the Penguin, which uh, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm totally interested in this Batman. I have no, like, I I can't see any yeah, better think, way this think, is going. I think this Batman can, is going to be really interesting. Um mm-hmm. I think a lot of people's uh, backlash towards it is that, you know, outside of the Twilight franchise, a lot of people haven't seen Robert Pattinson act in anything else. Right. And Twilight in itself, um, you know, is, it appealed to a younger crowd. Right. Um, I was saying, it did you know, its job. <laughs> yeah, it did its job. It appealed to a younger crowd and things like that. But, you know, a lot of the time with actors, uh, people don't think that actors can make a big jump from one type of movie to another type of movie Mm -hmm. but I think if anything it's very possible because I know personally you know like one of my favorite actors is Chris Evans and I think that Mm -hmm. he's the perfect Captain America but prior to you know prior to uh, being involved with the MCU as Captain America Chris Evans the only thing that I saw him in was the Fantastic Four, yeah. which I didn't, not another teen, <laughs> and like much, yeah. and not another teen movie, which was just you know goofy teen comedy. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, you know, people people need yeah. to give this guy a chance because mm-hmm. you see how great you know our Captain America turned out, mm-hmm. and he made a hop from not just another teenage movie. Right. Know, from like a, I think a, the movie he did before that was like Push or something like that. Yeah, and then, you know it's like, yeah. you know those were just like yeah. weird then, mashup comedies that right. you know that didn't really have much plot or anything like that. But he came over and did a great job. Right, so, and you then know, you I got your that, uh, it's very possible with Pattinson as well. Right, and then you got your Heath Ledger's into Joker, which is probably uh, people still like comment that as one of the best we ever had. Like, cause that that was a complete joke. He was doing romance movies, and they yeah. hopped into this role. Everyone was skeptical about it. Then when we saw him on screen, he blew us all away. Now people are saying like, "Yo, I don't see him as Bruce Wayne. I see him as Terry, uh, Batman Beyond." But I'm I'm more open to give him a chance. I want yeah, to see and I, and, where he does. You know, especially after you know the last two uh, Batman were relatively. You know, uh, ingrained into the job right. for a couple of years. I would love to see a younger Batman right. on screen as opposed to a Batman who's already been doing a job for a couple of years, is lost or robbing and all that stuff. I would love to see right. someone young and kind of finding their way in the type of hero or, you know, Cape Crusader that they're going to be. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I I like Ben Affleck as Batman, his old yeah, I, I, <laughs> grizzly I, I, I Batman. I do too. I do too. But you know, I think that considering that you know it's it's a it's a new story, mm-hmm. um, that it's okay to stray away from having a relatively seasoned Batman 
right. after that's been how Batman has been written mm-hmm. for the last two Batman portrayals. Right. You know, you don't want you want to mix it up sometimes, but you know, still stay true to the character. Right. You know, just be the character at a different point in his life. Gotcha. Yeah, I totally agree. Now I'm gonna do like a little fun game. We got um, fan casting. Now, if you had to cast the Justice League, who would you cast as these roles? Um, I have a few. I will keep Jason Momoa's Aquaman. I feel like he is a fun Aquaman. He's not the Aquaman I'm traditionally used to, yeah. but he does make it fun. He loves the role. He's like, if he's having fun, I'm having fun with him. Yeah, I um, agree. I feel like Gal Gadot is like the perfect Wonder Woman. I, I can't, I can't think of anyone else to per- perfectly fit that role. Uh, on the screen and off the screen, she's Wonder Woman to me. Um, as Batman, I would have John Hamm. I really liked his uh, the movie that really got me to see him as Batman was uh, Baby Driver. I feel like he was like a sleep uh, vigilante character in that movie for me to be like, yo, I want to see him. Either him or Michael Fassbender. I feel like Michael Fassbender. He got the rich swag. He has the detective swag going on. And he also yeah. has that intensity he could bring to the screen. Um, as long as he doesn't do his Assassin's Creed job, he he, he <laughs> could bring that back. He like you never saw that movie. Uh, yeah, it's bad. It, it, it's, it's way um, it's bad. <laughs> the, the trailer in and of itself as a as a long time Assassin's Creed fan of the game, <laughs> playing the game and knowing how things go in the game and seeing the trailers for the movie made me vehemently not want to go watch it. <laughs> it was movie. it was I watched it because it was like. You know what? I got time. Let me just watch it. And it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um, uh, as Martian Manhunter, I would have Idris Elba. I feel like he will fit that role perfectly. Well, his voice alone, I feel like. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's great. Um, who did? I? I couldn't think of a Superman for the life of me. Uh, Brian Cranston as Lex Luthor, of course. Um, Flash I had, I forgot to write it down. <laughs> That's all mm-hmm. I got so far. Um, any ones you want to tag on or you got your own list? Um, I would definitely, you know, all the ones that you said you wouldn't change them, like Momoa and Godot and Af- uh Well, I said you would change Af- Yeah, like Momoa, <laughs> like Momoa and Godot, they're great. Mm-hmm. I love them personally. Uh, as for Superman, my, my favorite Superman personally is Kazil. Uh-huh. Um, I just I love the way that that Superman was written because with Superman movies in the past, you know, it's kind of like you know, it's just the classic Man of Steel, impervious guy, mm-hmm. you know, weakness, kryptonite, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I love how this uh, iteration of the character explored like his childhood and how everything in the world was stressing him out and. You know, him finding uh, finding purpose and, you know, just really trying to figure out what was best for him mm-hmm. in the world and everything like that. And even though he was, well, even though he is, well, oh man, I forgot we lost Cavell Cavell. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> but even though he's literally like, almost like basically a god mm-hmm. you know there's a major level of humanity and relatability that he has and I just I didn't really see that in 
other Superman depictions. I actually um, disagree. Oh. Um, I feel like Henry Cavill's a good Superman. He's not a good Clark Kent. He's not a good Clark Kent. Yeah. Uh, I, to me, he's he was very emotionless <laughs> as Clark Kent to me. The best one, I would say, ever. Is his name Tom Wellings? Uh, from, yeah, Smallville. from Smallville. That's, yeah, that's the yeah. best Clark Kent I think we will ever get to do. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I was just speaking as far as, oh, as, far as movies. Okay. Oh, you okay. Know, okay. Um, Tom Welling will always be, be like, the, like he the is so, yeah. like even yeah. though even though, um, you know, he didn't fly until season ten. He, season he didn't 10, do nothing until season ten. Really <laughs> we just saw yeah. like you know him suiting up and stuff like that. Well, you know. Uh, we'll see him. I think he's coming back for yeah, the crisis. Yeah, for the crisis. But, yeah, Tom Tom Welling was great. Definitely. Um, you know, if Smallville wasn't already a thing, mm-hmm. I would love to see him as a Superman in a movie. Um, but I, I just thought that he was kind of off the table since he was, you know, Superman for 10 oh, seasons yeah. already. Oh, no, I was like, you can pick anybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can pick literally anybody. Uh, if it was Superman, I would, I would keep Tom. <laughs> I would keep Tom once. Um, also, I would keep Shazam. Zachary Levi is perfect. Yeah. That movie what, was What do you like, think of the great. kid, though? I, for, I forget oh, his no, name. Oh, no, great. Um, Austin Ashley. Ash, I, I forget his name. I know it starts with an A, but I thought he was great. Yeah, I they they fed well. each like you could tell like Zachary Levi was an adult version of him. Yeah, and yeah, I, that movie was great. I, I can't find nothing wrong with that movie to be honest. Same. Yeah, it, that movie was like that was the perfect DC movie. Um, I would say that movie reminded me of two thousand superhero movies. Yeah, back of when they were like more open and fun. I would say. Yeah. Um, any more fan casting ideas you have? Um. Relative to the DC, you you can pick any. Like if you want, we can open up tomorrow. You can open up tomorrow if you like. I mean, you already got my Matthew McConaughey. That, <laughs> that was my ace in the hole. I, I shot that shot too early. I <laughs> uh, always always had a, a fan casting. You know, if they ever do, if they ever were to bring Nova into the MCU, I always wanted to see Dylan O'Brien as Nova. Um, okay. I could not see, as yeah. not as a the older one. Not as the older uh, one. Is it Sam as the, the younger, younger one? one? Yeah, I think it's Sam's the younger one. Yeah, the younger yeah. one. Okay, you know, a couple years ago, back when because he wanted to play Spider Man badly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, at the I time, mean, who doesn't want to play Spider Man yeah. badly though? But Tom ta- ta- Holland, I'm like, yeah, you kind of like take you, the cake. You got, <laughs> you got, you got, got to, to take the cake. Yeah, I want to see him as like a younger Nova, like mm-hmm. uh, like a Sam Alexander or something like that. Right. Um. But yeah, other than that, I can't think of any fan castings. Uh, man, uh, John Krasinski as um, Reed Richards. Yeah, I see that. Every, everyone is like, lot. everyone's trying to campaign for that. I know Marvel is trying to get in contact with them, from what I know. Quote, yeah. quote, trying to get in contact with them so they could try. Um, honestly, because he he was actually supposed to be our Captain America. Oh wow! I yeah, had no idea. He, um, it was something I forgot what happened with the role with it, but I think he said Chris Evans deserves it, and I was like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> and then he started doing movies like Three Hundred Hours, um, Jack Reacher series he's doing now. So yeah. I feel like he'll be a great. Re- and then Quiet Place really knocked that out the park. Showed his acting chops. Um, 
So next topic, speaking of casting, Zazie Beats says she is interested in playing Storm. Zazie Beats could be in anything. I don't care what she is in. And I will watch it. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm so, they confirmed that she didn't die in Joker. I am very happy about that because I thought, I thought she was going to get offed, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. <laughs> but, um, would you like to, would you like to see her as Storm? Or do you have an X-Men cast? Since we're talking um, about casting, well, you know, considering Disney has the rights to the X Men now, yeah, I actually did not think of an X Men fan casting yet. Mm-hmm. I probably should because, for some reason, I feel like with the exception of Ryan Reynolds, all of these roles are going to change. Yeah, um, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, they are. Just to be brutally honest, I don't <laughs> think you know because, truth be told, I forgot that the New Mutants is even a movie coming out. Is that actually um, coming out though? Because <laughs> yeah, it's been but, it's been thrown all over the place. Yeah, but um, yeah, I can see, I can definitely see her being a storm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's gonna be actually, you know, I don't have much for fan casting, but I think that is gonna be relatively easy mm-hmm. to replace the. Cast it, the cast of the X-Men because for me personally mm-hmm. you know throughout the whole Fox X-Men franchise no character really felt like this is this character this person is just the pinnacle of this character say for Wolverine mm-hmm. um just I don't like, know oh, you Jackman killed that <laughs> like, yeah. yeah that's why I'm like you know only, say for Wolverine yeah. I think every other character is like, oh, this is cool. But, yeah. you know. I know. James McAvoy and um, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, well, their yeah. Their well, chemistry yeah. alone, I think, I feel like they sold it with their chemistry, with uh, seeing how they play off each other. Um, and Chris, uh, not Chris Evans, uh, Evans Sir, Peters. Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Yeah, Evan Peters is cool as well. Um, and then, you know, uh, I think it just goes without saying that, you know, Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah, and, and Patrick Stewart. Yeah, and Patrick Stewart, you know, they, like, they were... They embodied that. They definitely embodied it. But, you know, as for almost every other character, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like, to me, like, this person brought this character to life. Right. You know, but that's just me with Fox movies in general. Okay. Because <laughs> I just think that... Um, just give it, just give I'm it just up. I'm just happy that they gave it up, finally. Uh-huh. Like, that is something that I dreamed about for years. Growing up, mm-hmm. like just just let it go, right? Just yeah. let it go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I would love to see Zazie as a as Storm. I would love that. You too. know, um, I, I again, I will, she could be in any role. I don't care. Yeah. What she is in, I will watch it with her. Mm. The only other thing I had, um, now I know a while ago someone said, "What we made uh, Magneto black," and I was you I, see. I'm okay with the... it, but his reasoning actually was like, okay, I understand where you're going, because he said the Holocaust was like, oh, like you probably 90 years old. Yeah, so, <laughs> so someone told me the same thing, and because there's a rumor floating around, like, casting uh, Magneto as Denzel Washington. Which, and look, if that move, I will, I'll buy every ticket yeah, in the world. And I think, I think that, uh, personally, you already have an amazing archetype of a movie to reference to see if he would 
fit well as Magneto. Yeah. Because, you know, he was Malcolm X. And exactly. And they are very similar in, you know, just wanting the best for their people. Right. You know. But, um, yeah, the thing is, me personally, I've never been the person that is opposed to switching some things up about a character. Uh-huh. Um, you know, unless it's something that is very important and a identifying characteristic of that character's yeah. background. Right. So, yeah. like, with Mag, with Magneto, mm-hmm. you know, it, he, time is going on, you know, forever. Yeah. And, you know, the Holocaust being... Like, decades and decades yeah, ago, like in, in the, you can understand, the like 40s, I don't think anyone ninety years old is going yeah, to be like unless, out here <laughs> unless they just you know they said they're yeah. going to pick like another event, like um, I forgot the event uh, issue in Hotel Wanda. Uh, yeah, that they said they was going to try to play off of that. I was like, that would make perfect sense. Yeah, that would make perfect. Bring sense. that tragedy, but you know. Then I believe that you know the uh, you would have to change. A lot, yeah. Because then you would have to Magneto has children, mm-hmm. so you would have to rewrite the children as you know, being people that are both black or mixed race or something, right? So you know, it's just uh, I think in theory it can work, but it creates a domino effect, right? Of things you have to change, and a lot of other areas of the story, um. But it's, it's possible, you know, or they could just say, you know, alternate universe something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I slapped the word quantum on it. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, the last fan cast I had. Oh, well, uh, to adjust your point of changing the back, uh, like background stuff, I'm not opposed to it either. The only problem I had with it, well, the only problems I had with it was one, Venom. You can't have Venom without Spider-Man. You can't. I, I feel like, like that's to a, me. To me personally, Venom is like, you know that that one person that you date, and you guys are going pretty well. Uh-huh. And then you realize this is pretty bad. And <laughs> try to break you, it off. You break, no, you do break it off. Uh-huh. You do break it off. And after you break it off, that person that you broke off is so angry and spiteful and vindictive that they search high and low to seek out another person that hates you just as much if not more (laughs) and then they get together to come terrorize you and that is how i've always seen the character of venom yeah because you know he is a jealous ex venom (laughs) you know venom just just being a symbiote until the symbiote bonds with brock and they become venom right Venom's basically like a jealous ex-girlfriend or a jealous yep. ex-lover, um, jealous ex-friend, however you want to look at it. Just a, a being of pure hatred and envy because of what they lost. Right. Even though they literally were bad for you and drained you. Right. And I feel like that, to me, that ruined Venom because I'm like, y'all took the m- most interesting thing out of Venom. <laughs> And the most, like, the drive for Venom for me. Um, and the other thing was the last airbender. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan said he doesn't want firebenders. Like, he feels like he's cheating at firebenders. 
uh, bend fire within their chi instead of not having their element around them. And I'm like, well, that's kind of the point. That's how they took over the world. Yeah. It's because they could manifest this from within. Yeah, they can manifest it so, from within. And yeah. then, you know, oxygen being the perfect catalyst to spread fire. Right. You're pretty strong. Right. Like, Getting that from the sun. Like, you, you really, <laughs> there's a lot of stress to it. Where it's like, yo. And then, so since Comet and all that, it's, this, it was like, y- y'all messed that up. Yeah, they messed <laughs> they, that, they messed up, that up. Um, hopefully, the Netflix series gets it together. And the last fan cast I say is Anna Kendrick's as Squirrel Girl. That'll be the only thing. I love Anna Kendrick's. <laughs> she, yeah, as Squirrel Girl, I think she would be perfect. Um, we're actually knocking these out quickly. Uh, the, <laughs> the last one I had was the uh, uh, superhero video game list. Um, well, actually, let me bring it up. Uh, IGN posted. Do I even have the tab up? I don't. Um, but IGN posted um, their favorite uh, comic book video games. So we're gonna go down the list of top ten comic book video games ever made. Um, we can put our input on there. Uh, agree to disagree, all that jazz. Uh, number ten is TMNT Arcade, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade. I haven't played this, so I can't really. Yeah, I've never yeah. played it. Either. I can't, I can't really, really give an opinion can't about really speak it. On it uh, um, the only TMNT game I remember playing was was it Streets of New York or something? It had New York in the title. I forget. Um, X Men Legends was number nine. X Men Legends was good. Yeah, X Men Legends was pretty good. good. On that. I, yeah, I love that. Uh, it was an action RPG, so. Uh, Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. This is the probably one of the only games I haven't... One of the only Marvel superhero games I haven't played. Agreed. I haven't played that. But from what I see, it was pretty intense. Uh, number seven, uh, the Lego comic book game series, which honestly is pretty good. Yeah, I've played them here and there. They, yeah. they have uh, amazing character rosters. Yeah, the Marvel ones I played a lot. Yeah. I played it when I first got the PS4. I loved it. Um, X Men Origins Wolverine. This was incredible. It was a great game. Uh, it took a took a very very dark yeah uh, road. Yeah, yeah. It took a very dark road from the movie because the game the game itself was rated M. Yeah, uh, it was very. So that's what they was like, the game itself was rated Wolverine. M. It was very gory. Mm-hmm. It was very bloody. It was unlike the movie. Any it was unlike any Marvel yeah. movie <laughs> targeted towards. Uh, a teenage audience and children and right. things like that with a PG rating that I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, dismembered a lot of people in that game. The, my favorite part was grabbing the person out of the helicopter and putting his head in a propeller. Yeah. And you just see blood. I was like, this game is wild. Now, the um, from what I heard, they said the X-Men Origins Wolverine was supposed to be a movie. Oh, they wow. said they saw this game come out. Well, they saw them making this game during the PS2 era. And they was like, hey, yo, we want to make a movie on this. They was like, all right. So so that makes sense. They had all that di- the downtime to polish the game up. Yeah. To just sit there and like, okay, let's fix this bug. Let's fix this bug. Let's enhance the graphics. And when they came out, everyone was like, yo, this is the best superhero game that's ever come out. Yeah. And I'm like, well, even movie tie-in that ever came out. So I 100% agree. That was, It was ahead of its time. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I prefer 2. I prefer 2 as well. Uh, as long as Infinite is not on this list, yeah. I'm okay. We don't speak of that. Okay. Uh, Wolf Among Us. I didn't know there was a comic book series at all. 
I didn't even know that was a comic book series, but it's a Telltale game. Um, it's pretty cool. I like it. I like I've the story. Never it. It's a. Uh, I like it. It's uh, like a werewolf um, type game. So it's pretty good. Uh, I didn't know it was a. Um, what's it called? Um, I didn't know it was a comic book. Injustice one and two, probably one of the best story wise. Yeah, um, that definitely. we've gotten in the most recent years. Uh, if we're talking video game or comic book wise, Marvel Spider Man, perfection. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything that, 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 either. I feel like that should be number one personally. Um, in the Arkham series, uh, yeah, uh, I Arkham Knight did take a turn <laughs> for. I wouldn't even say the better. But it kind of derailed what Arkham what made Arkham City so great and Arkham uh, Asylum so great, um, and I feel like Origins don't get enough credit. For what yeah, is. Origins doesn't get enough credit because it's not it's made a, by Rock a prequel Study. story, and it's not made by Rock Study. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people automatically disregarded yeah. it off I've, of those two facts alone because they're like, "Oh, this doesn't do anything for the story." Like, I don't, I right. don't care, you know. But uh, yeah, it definitely doesn't get enough credit. Um, right. For me personally, I'm surprised that it didn't make the list. For me personally, Spider-Man Two, mm-hmm. the the game right. for not for uh, Amazing Spider-Man for the original for Raimi's original Spider-Man mm-hmm. trilogy. Spider-Man Two to me, for my era of superhero video games, mm-hmm. I believe that personally set the precedent. That set the for, standard. <laughs> that set the standard and the precedent moving forward for what a good superhero game should be. So I'm surprised that it's not on this list. Yeah. Um. It 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 might have been very well ahead of its time, mm-hmm. but you know, like playing Spider-Man PS4 reminded me of playing Spider-Man 2. Right. But very, you know, much much more advanced. Mm. Um, because you know there's only so much you could do around that time. It was like what, like oh three, oh four, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I think that game influenced a, many superhero games moving forward. Yeah. Um, you know, just the from like the entire setup, mm-hmm. main missions, side missions, little quests, things right. like that. Uh, big open world gameplay. All that type of stuff, and it was actually executed well, right? Because prior to that, I think I don't think were there any open world superhero games. I know Spider Man One, you couldn't leave the roof. Yeah, I think the Superman um, game before that was just like not that I terribly bug. To be honest, um, no. yeah, yeah, Spider Man Two yeah, really, and I think it really set the precedent for a superhero yeah. game. That's open world. Or I feel like all, uh, world. Ultimate Destruction would have never happened before <laughs> Spider-Man yeah. 2. Um, the only comic book video game I wish was on here would be Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Because that never played that one. That It was incredible. Is that the one on the phone or, uh, no, it's or a, Xbox? It's on uh, PS3. Well, you can't get it. No one can get it anymore because of the licensing issue. If you oh, wow. bought it at that time, you have it and you can't get it anywhere. I luckily bought it on the PS4 3. So, like, you, it's yours forever if you yeah. have it. Um, it was a beat-em-up game. It was fantastic. It was, uh, so, you, it's, yeah, pretty much a beat-em-up game. You fight all the exes. There's a multiplayer aspect to it. Oh, it was, man, it, was it was great. It was great. It was great. 
Um, if you like Castle Crashers, you will love Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Um, so we're going to go down our list of our favorite superhero video games. Um, I got five. Uh, do you want to go first? Or? You can go first. Okay. For number five, I have Prototype. Prototype was oh, a crazy think? game. <laughs> so that's interesting because to to me personally, um, Prototype, I remember... I don't remember how I bought it because mm-hmm. when I, when it came out, I was only like thirteen. Somehow, <laughs> I, somehow I got the game. Somehow I got the game. I finished it. I crushed it. Um, I loved it. I loved the, you know, uh, bio powers and all that stuff. I loved how you could just absorb somebody and take their entire memory bank and their clothes and everything like that. But the way that he moved, would you say he was a hero? Um. No, but I would say superhero esque. Okay, superhero esque. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that's when because, I was like, I see where you're going yeah, with it. Because he, I think I think it's all fine when you when he was you know uh, murdering you know the occupying forces in New York. Yeah, but you could literally murder. But you anyone. could murder anybody. You could murder <laughs> civilians, and sometimes you had to murder civilians. Yeah, it, to heal. Yeah, to, to heal, heal and for to. the sake of stealing their memories because they wouldn't tell you things. Right. Right. <laughs> that. That game was wild. <laughs> that, yeah. that game was like this is, and it was certain points where it was like, "Yo, this is a little too hard for even." And then, and then the original protagonist is the antagonist for the next game. Yeah, because it turns out that the original protagonist killed was the... no. Nah, what happened was, if I recall properly, because mm-hmm. it's been it's lit thing. It's been 10, it's been a it's while. Been ten years since, <laughs> I, played, since I played the original I think prototype. It came out Thirteen years ago or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um. Because what happened was the original protagonist, you know, I forgot his, Alex Mercer. Yeah, Alex, yeah, Mercer. Alex Mercer. I he forget was, the second one. He was a doctor, mm-hmm. and he he worked in, you know, in the uh, lab where they were working on his new bioweapon, mm. and it was a strain of a virus, and he was going to go public with it, and he got caught at Grand Central. Was it Grand Central? I don't remember. It was a train station in New York. Yeah, it's got, probably Grand Central. He got caught at a train station in New York with the virus. So, you know, the armed security hired by the company or whatever that he worked for, they pull up on him at the train station, and he pulls out the vial, and he like he's like, I'll drop it. You know, if you shoot me, I'll drop it. I'll, I'll let the whole world know about your, your crazy bioweapon or whatever. Right. And... He ends up getting shot, and he falls onto the vial. Mm-hmm. And after that, it turns out that when he got shot, he died. But the virus brought him back. Brought him back. So the entire time, he was the virus that was ripping through the city, and that made him completely turn. Once he realized that, okay, Alex Mercer died and the virus just, you know, found a host and brought the host back to life. And he's like, okay, well, I'm just a virus living in this body. And he just became a full-blown villain. Right. Um, very interesting game. Very interesting game. And then he just goes full villain after that. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I, I, that, that, that was definitely ahead of the time game. Yeah. 
Um, definitely. That was definitely a hitter. Uh, you want to go with your number five, or I'll do my whole list. You do your whole list. You can do your whole list. Okay. Um, number four, I know you said Spider-Man 2, but I also got to put Ultimate Spider-Man on there. Oh, yeah, it. agreed. Ultimate Spider-Man. That's, that's my favorite Spider-Man game. But, again, Spy- Ultimate Spider-Man took a lot from Spider-Man 2 and made it a lot more fun. You also have Venom in it. So that's why I got to put two in there as well because it's like they're on even grounds with me. Um, number three. Number three is... Uh, I'm stuck between... Because I don't know if I want my number two my number three. Or my, <laughs> okay, so these could these two can interchange. But I'm going to put Arkham City as number three. Arkham City was like probably the best game the time I played it. The best game out the time I played it. I absolutely loved it. Um, number two is Infamous 2, which I kind of wish they would remake for the PS4 because that game was intense. That game was crazy. Yeah. Second yeah, song was okay. fair, but I feel like the second one, the it was second fair, game was but the strongest. It was fair, but the stakes were nowhere near as high. It, yeah, um, that, I think that's like, where. At all. Right. Because it was pretty much... I mean, granted, you know, occupation and genocide, and <laughs> that's that's definitely a high stake. But it was pretty much, you know, people just yeah. going to jail, yeah. as opposed to hey, the, the end whole, of the entire world. world's going to be like destroyed. you had the whole East Coast gone, <laughs> and uh, Infamous Two. It was like, yo, the beast is coming in this many days. Are you ready? Yeah. So, Infamous Two was excellent, and number one, of course, Spider Man PS Four. I that that was the perfect game. That that was the perfect game. I can't think of anything else I could say about that game. That's not going to make me sound like a fanboy. So <laughs> that's my top five uh, superhero video games list. My top five, I would definitely. Uh, I don't have an exact order, uh-huh. but what I would say is these are. If I had to pick any five superhero games, it would be these. It would be these five. Okay. Uh, definitely Spider-Man 2, you know, yeah. from Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy, uh-huh. as I noted before, just because that game, it set the precedent for superhero games Yeah, moving forward. It set the precedent for a good superhero game. Yeah. And with that being said, of course, Spider-Man PS4, uh, Spider-Man for the PS4, um, it's just everything about it was perfect to me. They did so much, so much, uh, research. Yeah. Down from the costumes, uh, character designs, mm. character writing, everything like that, and then like the controls and everything. Yeah, just just the icing on the cake for a studio that never made a Spider-Man yeah. game before. It felt like they were born to do this. Yeah, it felt like they 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 definitely, you know, found a calling there. I'm glad and they answered. <laughs> I'm glad they answered. Seriously, and then uh, I like. A game that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people probably wouldn't say it's like you know greatest one ever, or whatever. The first Ultimate Alliance. I was gonna put that in honorable mentions. Yeah, first I'll put Ultimate one Alliance, and two. Definitely. I haven't uh, completed three yet. Um, I think it did something. Be- I just feel like it did something that wasn't done before because most of those characters. And, you know, the picture is relatively unknown. Yeah. Unless you're, like, you know, heavy into comics and things like that. But 
then it made it just it just went crazy. It yeah. just went crazy and had an amazing appeal. And you know, it introduced a lot of people to relatively unknown characters like Moon Knight or like Silver Surfer. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, well, a lot of everybody knew Blade. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Moon Knight, Silver Surfer, um, Luke Cage, Elektra, Daredevil, yeah. anybody that you know wasn't really boom because you know superhero movies, even though they were being made, they weren't really as big during that time. During that time frame, because I know like there was a Daredevil movie before, but it was like, like you know, people. If I ask like a regular person, you probably can't tell me anything about that. Like a regular person <laughs> that's not too interested in comic books right. or anything, probably uh, can't tell me much about that. The Arkham series, you know, even though that's, uh, even though that in itself is four games, I'm just going to count that as one. Yeah. Just in general, the, yeah. the Arkham series. Yeah. And like you said, and, with Spider-Man 2, I feel like Arkham, like, it is, like, uh, Spider-Man set the standard for superhero video games, yeah. whereas Arkham set the standard, like, again. Yeah. <laughs> like, they re into Yeah, like, definitely. Everyone started following their combat system after that. Yeah. Like, you see no game. <laughs> you, after see no that game, you see like, no game without yeah. uh, a semblance of a reflection of this game. Yeah. Like, like Uncharted yeah. Uh, 3 was doing it. Um, Spider-Man was doing it, like, and yeah. it worked. Um, what's it called? Um, what was the, uh, Sleeping Dogs did it. Yeah, so. most definitely. Yeah. And as for fifth, um, I would definitely have to think about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, because, you know, a lot of games, a lot of games that do have superheroes in them, I wouldn't technically label them as superhero games. Right. Like, uh, like MVC like the MVC series, I want to label that as superhero games. Okay. Um, I'll label that as like, you know, a crossover fighter. Yeah, I would, I would consider um, that more as a fighter than anything. Yeah, I would accept that as more of a fighter than anything. But maybe, and when I think about it, for me, it would be a tie between Ultimate Ultimate Spider Man, uh huh, and Web of Shadows. Okay. Uh, Web I, of Shadows, I think. Yeah. I think it's very slept on. I um, I like Web of Shadows. It I feel like if it came out, if it was remade and came out today, if they took that story and uh, did what they did with uh, Spider Man PS4 with it, it'll probably be the best like Spider Man game ever. Yeah. But um, as far as like Web of Shadows, I feel like Ultimate Spider Man did a better job storytelling. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Than uh, Web of definitely, Shadows. Definitely. Uh... And then, you know, outside of gameplay and things like that, Ultimate Spider-Man, I love the comic panel animation. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was just something something new, something different. I, but, I totally forgot about um, Injustice. I don't know how I forgot it that quick. <laughs> uh, I am so sorry I forgot about Injustice. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Andy would be mad at me right now. But, <laughs> but yo, Injustice was great. Injustice yeah, was great. Injustice is definitely great. I think, you know... I think that I might have forgot it as well <laughs> because you know when I think when the, when I say superhero game I'm thinking of fighter RPG. doesn't come to yeah, mind yeah yeah right yeah right. when I say superhero game fighter doesn't really come to mind because it's like you know like a superhero game I usually think like RPG style yeah or like action uh, adventure four on four birds eye view beat them up type yeah. of things you know when uh, fighter comes to mind I just kind of think like oh you know like hey this is a fighter. You know, side scrolling action stuff like that. 
Right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all we got. If you guys got uh, top five video games, make sure you comment them down below. Um, do you have any handles you want anyone to follow you at? Uh, I'm not sure if you want to put that out. It's up to you. I mean, nah. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that I'll be back around for you, another you'll see episode. Me. If, I'm back, if I'm back around for another episode, and you know, I'll I'll start a page or something. As for like, I'll start a blog or something. But as of right now, you know, I just have a personal. Page. I still want you to get your music blog. Yeah, yeah I definitely. I definitely need to hop on that. Um. Yeah, uh, you already know where to reach us. Um, Instagram and Twitter at NC Place to Be. Um, we got a lot of level up stuff coming up. We already put Luigi's Mansion out there. Um, we had Terry gameplay, which was Terry's super fun. Um, Star Wars will be coming out uh, this coming Friday. I'll be playing that while everybody else is playing Pokemon. So that's where you'll see me. So make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, so you can see more of that. And if you're listening to any, um, any of us on the podcast applications, make sure you follow us there, such as Google play, Stitcher, um, gosh, what is it? Apple podcasts or spacesphilly.com where you can check that out. Don't forget our merch and don't forget to listen to no gimmicks needed as well, which is our wrestling podcast. If you're really into wrestling until then, swag on zero from the nerd coalition is out. Yo, what's up? This is your boy Walter Jones, also known as Zach, the Black Ranger. What's going on? Your man, our son, the voice of reason, Super Triple, Black Triple is in the building. What's good? This is Austin St. John, Jason, the original Red Ranger, and I am here with the Nerd Coalition. You're watching Nerd Coalition. If you have not seen it, you better go find it. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the coalition. coalition. We got all that you need. Come uh, and chill in the place to be. It's NC. Your favorite out of Philly, and we're powered by spaces. We're on Stitcher, YouTube, and many other places. Swag with the nerdgasm is getting heated. Mr. A&E wrestling talks, no gimmicks needed. We got it all here, so you know what to do. Go and like and subscribe and hit the bell, too. It's NC in the place to be. It's NC in the place to be. It's NC in the place to be With your host, Mr. A and E It's NC in the place to be It's NC in the place to be Get ready to shake things up with pineapple, coconut, and tango with mango lemonade, the two newest flavors of Rockstar Recovery from Rockstar Energy. These flavors are coming to you just in time to recover from the end of summer. But if that isn't enough, Rockstar Energy is giving five lucky people the chance to win $1,000 to fund their hustles. That's one grand in your pocket for any project you want. So recover like a rock star, hustle like a rock star, and visit rockstarhustle5.com for your chance to win. That's rockstarhustle5.com. See website for official rules and details.